I'm just a little mom from Georgia, Southern woman, I, you know, tight 12, loose 14, don't know my butt from the hole <laughs> the ground. I'm not highly educated. Okay. I got a little bit of common sense, but oh my God. I this just is why t- love you. <laughs> Hey, y'all, and welcome to LOL with Kim Gravel. This is a comedy podcast where we laugh about the messiness of life and turn that mess into a message of confidence and hope. You see, my mission is to really encourage and lift women up. And this show is about how, you know, we can embrace our real selves and laugh about all the stuff that life throws our way. And y'all know it is a lot of stuff. So let's live out loud, love out loud, and laugh out loud together. Okay, full disclosure, I have been really looking forward to this episode because, y'all, I've got Candace Cameron Bure, or I like to say DJ Tana, on the show today. She's an actress, producer, New York Times bestselling author, and my friend. Also, she has starred in like umpteen million Christmas movies on Hallmark. <laughs> I can't. Oh, those are the best. Um, she was the co-host on The View, Dancing with the Stars. She's an amazing author. And I got to know Candace from her absolutely beautiful fashion line on QVC. She's part of the QVC family. In addition to all of that, Candace is passionate about her family and her faith. Another thing we have in common. She'll be on soon. But first, we've got another Ask Him Anything. That word anything, Zach, I'm always like, huh? And that really means anything. Hey, Kim, how you doing? Hey, Zach Attack. Hey, honey. Hey, it's great to see you. I love your background. It's so majestic. (laughs) Thank you. Did you move? Yes, I did move. No, this is my house now. Um, I have this luxurious stairway. Um, These, what? A double stairway. A double stairway. I mean, chandelier, double stairway. Yeah, Uh this is the entryway. And the beautiful 1990s decor. Go for it. I love it. (laughs) And I ain't hating um, it. I love it. Hey, look, that's my style. You know that's, what? I, I like grew up in the nineties. Love them. Hey, you can't get, you can't go wrong. No, I'm up in my game, Kim. I got the green screen. I got a different, I'm going to be in a different place every episode. Oh my God. It's going to be a, where's, where's Zach? This week? Where's Zach? Where's Walter? Where's Zach? Yeah. Love yep. it. You're never going to know, but I have an email question for you this week, Kim. Okay. From a listener. She wanted to know, she said, Kim, um, I know that you're a very spiritual person. Hmm. I wanted to ask you if there's something specific that happened to you when you realized that you really needed to accept religion, um, the church, spirituality into your life. Mm. Talk about my faith. Talk about your faith. Oh. And and she has said, please share that with the listeners. Um, I would love to hear it. And that's from Tammy. Oh, Tammy. Good question. I think I, I don't get this question a lot. You know, I don't know if people... Just assume, you know, I was born into it. It just happened, you know, because I am Southern. So, you know, I always say my roots are in the dirt and in the church because I come from a long line of farmers, tobacco farmers and preachers. So um, I did grow up in church um, and it was a religion. And when it truly became a personal relationship with God and my faith really matured, you know, I, I remember having the faith of my of my family, meaning my mother was always strong in faith. My dad was, you know, my grandparents. Um, and a lot of times I think growing up, I lived off of that faith, you know, because it was tradition. It was, you know, we went to church all the time. But really when 
my life changed because of my personal faith, not the faith of my family. But when I wholeheartedly accepted it and built that relationship with God and really became a person having my own identity in my faith, I think was about when I was 17 years old. I had, I'm a Christian, so I had accepted Christ as my Savior, but I really didn't fully walk in the freedom that that faith offered me. And it was when I started down the road of becoming Miss Georgia. It's the weirdest thing. I know you're thinking, okay. Um, But I had won a little pageant in Peachtree City, and I was going to be in Miss Georgia for the very first time. And the Miss Georgia at the time had mentioned about a book that she read to prepare her for her competition to be in Miss Georgia. And it's called The Magic of Believing. Believe it or not, Zach, it's not a Christian book. I mean, it the the gentleman who wrote the book was a man of faith, but it wasn't like a book about the Bible or a book about God. It was a book about really achieving what your purpose is, you know, and how your faith, hard work, of course, and all of that, but how your faith really helps you manifest it. And it was that book I know I love the Bible too, and that's, that's, that's the word of God for me, and it is my crux of my faith. But that book, if you want to ask me, Tammy, what really got me to have that ownership of my faith? It was that book, because when I read it, it's so deep. Y'all need to really get it. It's by um, Claude Bristol, I think. Maybe, Zach, you can look it up and, and kind of correct yeah, me I'm looking for right. this. It really made me look at like, okay, belief is one thing. But faith is an action word. It's a verb. And so at that point, I really said, oh, what what am I here for? Um, I have this relationship with you, God, but why? you, You have me here on this earth. What will you have me do? And that's when I was about 17 is when I really realized that faith is not just something you believe in. You walk in it. You it embodies you. It empowers you. It gives you confidence and it gives you a purpose. So that was the that was the game changer for me. That that summer of that year, in reading that book, along with you know my faith of my family that I grew up with, and knowing, but it was a heart thing for me at that point. You know, and I, that's when it got good. That's when faith got exciting, and y'all, it got a little scary too. Because let me tell you something: when you really step into that belief and that faith that has action behind it. You better hang on for the ride because it's an adventure. It's not a journey. People say life's a journey. Mm-mm, life is an adventure. And look up what that means. Adventure doesn't mean easy either. <laughs> okay. A roller coaster is fun and an adventure, but you might be scared to death about 99.9% of the time when you're on yep. it. So right. that's when it changed for me, Zach. That's really cool. Um, it's The Magic of Believing by Claude M. Bristol. Yeah. Oh, I was right. right. I can't believe yeah. it. I feel you were so, totally right. I feel so smart. Um, um, I can't tell when it was first published, but I know Claude Bristol uh, died in 1951. So it's old. It's old. Yeah. But the truths are still there. So get it and read it, y'all, if you can. get the. I, I, we'll see if it's on audio, book on audio too, because sometimes I like to, when I'm in the car. It is. Just, it totally know, is. Yeah. Do it because it really was a game changer for my faith and it's just been getting stronger ever since. So I highly recommend it. And thank you, Tammy, for your question.
All right. And if you want to leave a question for Kim, please uh, send us an email or give us a call. Uh, the number is 404-913-6460, or you can email LOL with Kim Gravel at gmail.com. And when we get back after the break, we're going to talk with Candice Bure. All right, y'all, we're back, and we have got one of our most favorite people on the planet, Zach. Honest to God, I can truly say that, and you know me. I love everybody, but I don't like everybody. I love everybody. <laughs> but I got to say, I like and love this woman. Candace Cameron Bure, let me just set you up a little bit. Like, like I don't even need, everybody doesn't need to know. Everybody knows who you are, but I'm going to tell them anyway. Um, you're a mom. You're a wife. But girl, you're DJ Channer. You have Miss you're Miss Merry Christmas. I mean, you've been in more Christmas movies than I have freckles. Um, we call you. I call you the Queen of Christmas. You have done so much work in the faith. You're such a strong woman of faith. That's why I love you so much. You have your Day Spring line. I bought so many of your journals, your books, your Bibles. Um, but you know, you've got this amazing thing that I think is so. Next level. And that's your QVC fashion line. And you have a home line. What's next? Girl, welcome <laughs> Candace Cameron Bure, the superwoman Thanks, Kim. of this century. I love you so much. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, Kim. I just love what you stand for, Candace. You're so Thank multifaceted. You. I think people look at you and think, oh, she's an actress. You're such a real person. Tell me, like, can you tell me how this all started for you? I was born and raised in Los Angeles. My dad was a public school teacher for over 35 years. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. And I started acting in commercials at five. And it wow. wasn't because we had a show business family. We knew nothing about it. It was simply because in LA, you run into people. And, and my mom's friend was like, oh, you should take your kid's picture to it's our just what agent. You did. Yeah, it's just, just kind of like take dance class, take soccer, try being in commercials. It kind of works like that. So I've been in show business since I was five years old. And then at 10 years old, I auditioned for DJ Tanner and got that part and was in Full House till I was 18. Wow. And that really um, cemented, you know, wanting to remain in the entertainment industry mm -hmm. and, and to be an actress. But I've also been a very entrepreneurial person yes, and yes. a very motivated, driven person my whole yes. life. So I've always wanted to do more. Uh, so I was married at 20 years old. My husband I and I just that. celebrated 26 years of marriage. We have three beautiful kids that are all young adults. And now I have, I do a whole lot of Tons. things, producing, directing. I have several businesses as well as acting and, um, and I love it all. I really do. I love what I do, which is why I keep doing things. Would you say you were your purpose or your heart or really at the core of who you are is more entrepreneurial than acting? Like, like, did you always know you were going to be this? woman who had a lot of businesses because to me a lot of people go into acting and then they say oh I want to do some brands but you really are the brand meaning the business behind the brand too so would you always say you were you were really entrepreneurial to begin with and acting just came alongside of that well I started acting so I would I would say that acting is my first 
passion. Okay. I love it. I love being on a set. It feels like home. Okay. But I have had some of the most amazing entrepreneurs in my life as examples growing up. So, and my mom was one of them. My mom Mm. was a stay-at-home mom for many years. And then when I was 12 years old, my mom said, hey, I think I'd like to start my own agency because my mom had learned so much from managing my brother and me in the business. And that was a huge undertaking. Like my mom had no business experience, nothing like that. So she surrounded herself with some people that could help her grow and learn that. And so I watched my mom do it. And and another, uh, a woman named Shalene Bryan, I mean, look her up, have her on your podcast, by the way, because she's- Write that down, Zach. Writing. You have those people and you keep watching them and they speak into you and they encourage you. Yes. And I've had a few- really important people like that in my life. So since I was a teenager, someone speaking into me saying, you can do it. You can do whatever you want. You can grow. You like sky's the limit. And I believed it. Okay. Everybody listening is looking at you and you're just, you know, you're an inspiration within yourself. So you're being that person for a lot of people listening and, and watching you on your many different endeavors. But let me say, cause you said something that piqued my interest, Candace, when you said, the sky's the limit. It's big. You know, that honestly, I have been really exploring that word, especially when it comes to my faith in God, because Mm -hmm. I think people look at faith as being this, it's a narrow road. Okay. Mm -hmm. I believe what the Bible says about that, but narrow to us and what narrow to God is, is quite different. And I really feel like he has such a big life for all of us. I loved Mm -hmm. when you said that. How did you get that in your bones? How did that seep into your soul of knowing that it's big? Is is it because those people around you? Is it because you were in Hollywood? Tell me, tell people who are listening how they can catch a glimpse Mm. of that for themselves. I absolutely do believe that the people you surround yourself with make a huge difference or importance in, in your life. And they can... They can kind of make it or break it. And that's why we always want to surround ourselves with positivity and not the negativity. Right. But with that, you know, a lot of, I get this question a lot of people just saying like, how is your faith so strong? And, and sometimes I, do, I don't really know how to answer it because mm-hmm. I believe, I believe God and the Holy Spirit just like, I just have faith. I just do. Um, is and it I childlike? It really is. And I know some people don't do that. I mean, I have people in my my family that are very strong believers, but they would not say that their faith is natural. It's difficult. They have to really like dig in, take a deep breath and mm-hmm. like be like, okay, I'm going to trust this. And I am just like, nope, God <laughs> created all of this. God He's is so it. much bigger than this. I'm so glad like it wasn't my responsibility. And if he can do all of this and put all of these puzzle pieces together, like, what, I mean, what he can accomplish with any of us that he chooses to do is what he's going to accomplish. And I mm-hmm. just, that's an easy believe for me. I love that. Carl, I think that's your next book. I love that <laughs> because I, I, I think we all desire that. Even, even mm-hmm. those people of different faiths and, and coming mm-hmm. from different backgrounds. I mean, clearly we had a background that's very similar, but 
the ease of faith, I think is what people are looking for. And, and, and the bigness of life is what we're looking for. And I want to say, Candace, do you plot out and plan your next move? I mean, so many people ask me, Kim, you know, cause I'm just a little mom from Georgia, Southern woman, I, you know, tight 12, loose 14, don't know my butt from the hole <laughs> in the ground. I'm not highly educated. Okay. I got a little bit of common sense, but I just love you. (laughs) But it's the truth, girl. I mean, listen, I just had a sonic slushie. I mean, you know, I mean, like I am out in the trenches with with all the Let me show you my big water bottle because, you know. (laughs) But see, that's my aspiration. I drink two of these for the day. (laughs) You're my, you're my aspirational, you know, water drinker. No, but honestly, for me, it's just happened putting one foot in front of the other and not, Mm -hmm. not having a plan. Do you have this grand master plan or just, are you just you know, bumping into it like the rest of us. No, I mean, I'm definitely not bumping into it. I, Mm. I have, I've been praying for a lot of things for many, many years and I've taken very gradual steps to achieve the things that I have achieved and am continuing to achieve for a very long time. Mm. So no, there's definitely been a plan. I could go back probably you know, 20 years, 25 years and show you prayer journals that I've been praying for a lot of these things. And, um, but then being smart about it, I mean, you still have to take the action and do yeah. it. You got to take and, a step. And those roads have been a long journey. Many of them, like none of these have happened overnight. I've had to say a lot of no's in my career and turn down a lot of things before I got to the place where I wanted to be because I've always wanted to do it right and do it with integrity and character and what felt um right for for me and representing my faith well and authentically 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 yeah 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 so sometimes you know it's easy for people to say like oh well it's easy because you just have that i'm like "Mm." (laughs) i worked pretty pretty hard i've got the door slammed in my face a lot rejection is part of it just like just keep knocking i'm i'm uh, some people have a little nickname for me and it's mighty Uh-oh. mouse i am little but mighty tiny but, but mighty. i tell you t- <laughs> yes but that mighty that mightiness only comes from god I really know. because i, I just know. trust god i trust i trust him and even when the door shuts in my face and i feel like i've got arrows coming at me or i feel beat up uh, I just, I trust God. I just trust him that, okay, God, what am I going to, what am I learning from this? What is it that you're going to show me? Uh, mm-hmm. What is the message I need to receive from you? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then where am I going? Keep pointing me in the next direction. I'm going to take a step. And if it's not the step you would have me, then shut that door and yeah. let me keep going through each door until you open one. And then I know, okay, this is the door you want me to go through. What was it like being on Dancing with the Stars? Because I I was a big voter for you. What was oh, that thanks. experience like? I'm going to go through like the life of Candace Cameron Bure. Like, oh, so oh what was Dancing the Star- <laughs> being on Dancing with the Stars like? Kim, you have no idea. You have Girl, no idea. I don't even. I can't even imagine. Idea, because I had no idea. Okay. It was. It was the most rewarding experience of my life. Oh, okay. It was one of the most grueling experiences of my life especially when you have no experience as a dancer and then you're dancing for 10 hours a day, every day. The training day. is no joke, right? The training it's no came- joke. Yeah. Did it's your feet no hurt? Joke. Like, did you, did you really have aches? Oh my gosh. Okay. 
I mean, the amount of blisters and band-aids and, um, and, and then bruising was like, oh, I have some of the most disgusting pictures you've ever seen. <laughs> you've been beat just, like a yard dog, right? You just look like you were beat. Yes. Oh. Yes. But it, but it but was a, why was it so it was rewarding? so rewarding because God taught me a lesson every single week, a different lesson every single week, which was why I wrote this book called Dancing Through Life. I remember. And I was actually supposed to write a different book at the time. And right after that experience, that was like my next job. I was like, okay, got to write this book. And I just switched gears. I said, hey, I know I'm supposed to write on this topic, but I literally have every every story, every lesson that God taught me wrapped up in this whole entire show. Let me please write a book about this because I want to share what God taught me. I know others can learn from it. And it was like, okay, let go ahead and do that. And, but that's why it was rewarding. It was so hard every week. And I, at times was my own worst enemy. Sure. And you just like, let everything get in your head. You feel weak. You physically feel weak and distressed. And then to like get through every week and you're like, okay, I got through. Now I got another shot. Can I get through another week? And when I finished it out, like I finished it to the end. You did. You sure did. And that was so incredible. I couldn't wait till it was over. Okay. Right. By the way, like, like, week I was like, week, like, thank you, God. <laughs> yeah, last week, but it, it was so rewarding. And I felt like after I did dancing with the stars, I thought if I can do that, could get through that, I Amen. can get through anything, which was probably why I signed on to the view. And then I was like, why well, that I was my this? next question. <laughs> great segue, Candace. No wonder you're great on TV. That was my next question because you know what? Jesus take the whole wheel, bus, <laughs> rims, everything. I actually like The View. Uh, you know, I, I've done TV myself, so I know a little bit of it is, you know, yeah. you got to do what you got to do. But girl, talk about a lamb uh, to the wolves. I mean, tell me what that was like, you know, in a really real way. Because look, I yeah. celebrate all women. I really yes, do. I'm a girl's absolutely. girl. And you ain't got to think like me, like me or act like me, you know, because I we all march this womanhood thing together. So absolutely. what was that like? But it had to be a little bit challenging, I would think. Oh, that was a lot challenging. <laughs> that was, again, so grateful for that experience. Sure. So happy that I did it. Right. And if I had to go back and do it again, I'd still do it because yeah. I learned so much I learned so much intellectually, politically, but I also learned so much about myself mm-hmm. and my boundaries and how far I could be pushed. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of things. So I would do it again, but if I had to go back, I would never do it again now going forward. <laughs> okay, Thank let's you. go on and transition into something we all are going to have a guilty pleasure over. And that's, you know, hello, Miss Merry Christmas. I mean, <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> Okay, one of my we dear love friends, Christmas. We do Elena Villasante. We all know her. We both of her. We have a mutual friend, and her life's goal is to be on a Hallmark Christmas movie. And last I year, I need to get her in one. You've got to get her in one. Oh my <laughs> gosh, Candace! If we could do that for her for next Christmas as her Christmas gift, I made her last couple of Christmases ago a big poster of herself, like superimposed, is one. Of, oh my is, gosh, that's so cute. Oh, she has it in her office, and I want to say. <sighs> I'm ready for the Hallmark Christmas movies to start right now. So you've since left Hallmark, though, and you're going to this new venture. So talk to me about that. I'm so excited about that. Thank you. I'm excited about it, too. So the channel is called Great American Family. I think we have it. It's a channel that is going to be all wholesome, family-friendly, 
faith-filled, country-patriotic-filled programming. And both for Christmas movies, rom-coms, and then there's another sister channel called Great American Living, and that will be the non-scripted content that encompasses, again, family, faith, and country. I think the world is wanting more of this kind of programming. I think so. I, You know, this is the kind of content that you come to to feel encouraged, to feel mm. positive, that you know there isn't going to be anything negative on it, not even within the commercials that are wow. there. And it it just feels it feels good for your whole family to watch with them. And you don't have to worry about anything. And in the meantime, you just, it's going to tug on your heartstrings. You're going to love it. Are we going to have some mild makeout sessions yes. in some of these? Yeah. We can't just, lose just you one. making out. That's all we just need. One. Just one the kiss. The imagination <laughs> can go from there. Is that like a rule? Just one kiss. <laughs> Is that like just, just one, one kiss? kiss? That's it. That's just one you kiss. Have. You okay. always save it. There's like an almost kiss. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Mm. And then the very end, act nine, you have. You get your kiss. You get your kiss. And that's why, like, my grandmother has loved all of these movies because it's so sweet and they. But still they, romantic. They just, it's romantic and it's lovely, but there's nothing gratuitous. There's no, like, it's. Candace. You know, Mm-mm, it's girl. just really cute. Do you know why I make this show? I make this show as a way to give back to all the incredible women who supported and listened to my message throughout the years. I also do it for myself too. We all need each other. We all need each other to inspire one another, to lift each other up. I'm telling you something, when you get a group of women empowered, just buckle up buttercup because we will change the world together as women. If you love what you're hearing and you want to be part of this army of strong, empowered, confident women, let somebody know to listen to LOL with Kim Gravel. I appreciate you. I love you. I thank you for listening. And honey, together, we're going to change the world. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's talk about your clothing line. Okay. Tell everyone about it. I could brag on you, but I'll brag on you after you kind of explain what it is because it truly is because you're, it's a brand. It's more than just clothing. It's home. Mm -hmm. It's you're getting into the lifestyle space with all of your journals and your, tell us about how that got started. Because to me, you are a breath of fresh air for QVC. Oh, thank you. That's so kind of you to say. I mean, that that really means a lot coming from you. Um, 
So I started my journey with QVC because of Dr. Lancer's skincare. Yes, I love Dr. Lancer. <laughs> Became an ambassador for him because I've been an actual patient. And I was like, I would like to start sharing this. Do you want to do something? And right. Dr. Lancer's team said, yes, let's form some kind of partnership. And they said, hey, we're going to be on QVC. Maybe you can be Come on, with on air yeah. face for it. So I said, great. We started that. It's been very successful because Dr. Lancer products rock. I have them, use them, obsessed with them. That's why I haven't stopped using them in 13 years. So it's the real deal and why I'm on there because nothing I promote or nothing that I partner with is fake. I I only, I will only endorse something or tell you about something if it's authentic and that's it. That's who I am. I agree with that. I've seen it. And then I also had my mind style brand with Dayspring. So Dayspring is a faith-based company and they're known best for their greeting cards. And you might like have not like recognized the name Dayspring, but guarantee you go in any of your drug stores and you're picking out a holiday card and you want something in the religious section, whether it's a birthday, a graduation, a communion, whatever, you turn it on the back, most likely you're going to see Dayspring. So I partnered with them because my whole why, Kim, my whole why in life, whether it's entertainment, whether it's clothing, whether it's producing or skincare, whatever, my whole why is I just want to share Jesus with you. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And so Jesus might not be in the products themselves, (laughs) but as a representative of whatever product that is, if you end up wanting to know a little bit more about me, then I'm going to tell you, hey, I'm a I'm a woman following Christ and and I believe uh, he is the way, the truth and the life. And I want to share that good news with you. Mine, too. That's why we I know to I know it, get, it gets me emotional to think about it, because you think as a woman of faith in in this big, bad world we live in, we're not alone. We have each other. We really do. Yeah. God's big and there's big enough for all of us. Our cup runneth over. Yeah. So you came to QVC. um, So I came to QVC. And then when I partnered with Dayspring, we started writing devotionals and other faith-based home good products because I always want faith-based products. But I live in California. I have a very contemporary home. It's a beachy home, but it's contemporary. And every time I looked at faith-based products, they were not my style. There's a lot of they beautiful were a things out there, but a little, a little country for me. I hear you. And there's nothing and wrong with that. It's just different. No, not at all. It just wasn't the aesthetic that I wanted to put in my home. So I'm like, hey, again, there's room for all of us. All those products are great, but I'd like to develop a line that has a more contemporary feel to it. And I think it will relate to a lot of other women. And, and then QVC was like, hey, what else do you love? See, and that's and what I said, oh, what I've always wanted to do is fashion. Bam. I love fashion. And they said, let's do it. You've been such a, I love QVC. It's been such a huge blessing to mm-hmm. me. It is not for the weak hearted. So you better no. get in and get running. You know, we had to start sprinting really quick. And you know how that is. I yeah. mean, so, but it's beautiful because it's such a place for women by for yep. women made by women. That's yep. what I love about it. Yep. Is that we can just get that message directly to everyone listening yes. and watching. <laughs> I, in every show, Candace, um, 
doing what I call the rapid fire questions. Now, look, okay. some of them, if it's too deep, just say whatever you want to say. If it's too, like, that's none of your beeswax. Okay. Um, no, I love this. Yeah, well, I love I know, rapid fire. I know. You, you're crazy. You're crazy and fun. Um, so here's <laughs> rapid fire. So the first thing comes to your mind, just say it. What's your favorite junk food? Ice cream. Mint chocolate chip ice cream. Mint, okay. I was going to say get specific. Do you like the cone or in a bowl? Oh, cone, if that's an option. I know. What kind? Sugar, waffle? Uh, sugar, sugar, sugar. sugar. I like Isn't the that old like school. the cake? Con- yeah. I used to go to Thrifty. I don't know if you had that. Oh, where you like, thrif- Thrifty ice cream as a little kid. It was 25 cents a scoop and a little sugar cone. And I'm like, oh. I mean, you don't need a big dessert. Just get in soft serve. No, you can't mint chocolate chips. Got to be the scoop. Okay, here we go. Wait, do you go to uh, Salt and Straw? You're in LA, right? Do you go to Salt and Straw? Yes. Yes. Once in a while, I go to Salt and Straw. It's very good. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, okay. I go to Sonic, people. I go to Sonic. I've never been to Sonic. I, I, oh, really? Full disclosure. I felt like I just got a death stare. I've never no, been to Sonic no, no, no. before. Well, I don't know if they're out there, but I just they got are. a chili slaw dog. This is my lunch. <laughs> a chili slaw dog and a Reese's peanut butter milkshake. Pray for me, Candace. Okay? Okay. What's one thing nobody knows about you? I feel like everybody knows everything about me. <laughs> I feel like I'm an open book and I've shared every single story. And it's like, what are 10 things we don't know about you? I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's left. What is the best Christmas movie that you've not been in of all time? Oh, Ooh. this is so hard. Okay. Um, I could go with It's a Wonderful Life because I love well, it. that's a, a classic. Life. I know. But then like. Like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is just that's so also good. a classic. That's and then a classic. my other favorite, because I we do watch this multiple times throughout the year. So this is probably my answer is Elf. Elf. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, it's, you movie. have to it's say the best. Elf. It's, it's the best. such a good movie. Yeah. It's fun. It's, so it's the the soundtrack is great. Because I'm singing. <laughs> I'm singing. <laughs> I'm singing. What is your favorite? food to eat in your trailer when you were on set? And honestly, that is probably a question that people really, really care about. I'm serious. It's the little things people like. In my trailer. So if I'm working, I don't have a favorite food because I'm very regimented in particular about my diet when I'm working. Okay. What is some of those foods then? That's smart. Yeah. Because here's the thing, and I'm going to be straight up honest. It's not just about fitting into my clothes, which by the way, if I'm wearing one outfit over three weeks, we all know that we can go up and down five pounds I've lost, easy I, yeah, I've gained in five three pounds weeks, just, right? Yeah, so I've you're been, wearing mm-hmm. the same outfit every day, like when you're filming a Christmas movie. So I have to be very careful, even water included, that you're not gaining That's weight bloating. and can't button yep. my pants one day. So the food is very regimented. But the other thing, here's the big thing. And Come it's going to get a little gross right now. No, go ahead. Get gross. I don't want gas. Gas. I was going to say you don't want I can't do my job if set. I have. No, I can't. Can you imagine going in for that final kiss? And then you're like, womp. Sounds like my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so I cannot have a t- like grumbling, no. churning stomach or a food didn't digest well. And then I'm wrecked for the rest of the day. And I can't do my job. <laughs> So, so it's anyway, gas. It's what gas. I look forward to, this is so sad. I look forward to my protein shake Bless for lunch. Heart. Bless your Because heart. that's what I eat every single day while I'm shooting a movie is a protein shake. I have breakfast, but I eat, drink that shake and it has chocolate in it. So I actually look oh, forward good. to it. Yeah. It's like a chocolate-based protein. And then I eat my dinner once I'm wrapped and then don't care what happens. 
Last week, I went to a uh, Publix had a sale on, it was buy one, get one, Petridge Farm Cakes. Yeah. Mm. So I bought myself and my friend. I dropped her off a cake. <laughs> so, Kim, your friend? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, really? You dropped one off for her? That I did. Nice it was Amy you. Goins. It was I'd Amy. eaten one in the car and then had the other one at home. So I think I'm going to really, everybody, get on Candace's on-set trailer diet. <laughs> <laughs> I won't have gas and I will get a little bit of chocolate. Okay, here we go. Um, now, this is also your favorite on-screen kiss. Who was it with? Spilling the tea None right here. of these here. kisses meant anything to me, by the way. Let's but, just th- but that was your preface favorite. that. <laughs> just saying to all you point, listeners and point viewers, duly noted. Point none duly of them noted. have meant anything to me. I love my husband and he's the best kisser of On anyone I've ever kissed, which sounds really you weird. You have to preface it because, honey, people will write this and say, Candace exactly. love making it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Your favorite on-screen kiss, not, not uh, a personal kiss, but the on-screen. John Brotherton. Oh. And now John Brotherton was on Fuller House. He played Matt. And then we did a Christmas movie, my Christmas movie I from remember. last year. And I think because- You knew him. You know we him. Knew, we knew each other because most of the time you do that first kiss. And sometimes the previous Christmas movie, we did it on the first day of filming. Yeah, right. We shot the end of the movie, the last scene. And it's so awkward when you just meet someone and then right. you you know go in for that kiss. But John and I have uh, you know five years of- of history, even longer than that, of working together. So it was very comfortable. Can I just yes. say, okay. That seems like bad movie scheduling. They shouldn't be doing the like I the know. climax of the movie on the first day. Everyone's off the first day. That doesn't make sense. It's so true. But sometimes Why do loca- they do that? Candace? It's location. It's all okay. it's all forced by location and yeah. the weather. Is that I've all fake snow? Not all of it. And it totally depends on when you're shooting the film, because sometimes we do shoot them in summertime or early fall, but we've shot them in the wintertime too. So it's usually a mix of real and fake. Okay. And even the, the, the fake snow, a lot of it is still real ice that they bring in. So there's always a big truck, at least on my movies. There's like different variations. Yes. Okay. There's different variations of fake snow. And there's all different bases of fake snow. Oh my oh gosh, my we got a whole podcast about fake snow. Some of them are like potato <laughs> based. Some of them potato. are like, a, yeah, like a gelatin based. Uh, but then mm. we actually have a big truck that has, it almost looks like a big ice machine. So they just, and then they take big scoops and wheelbarrows and then they shovel the ice out onto the street. So it's always a mix. Give me one praise mm. of what God's done for you. Can I just say, though, that he is my salvation because I've been hanging on this this whole last week. God alone is my strength and my defender. And he has become my salvation. And more than just your salvation for eternity, you're meaning that day-to-day walk. Day-to-day. Every day I walk. So that's what I praise God for. Because, listen, we're both happy pretty positive people, but we have our days and we get down and the enemy feels like, you know, he's attacking and I hang on to that. So it's like, what has God done? God has just been my defender. He defends me and he is my strength. And I don't, I don't need to have it myself. I don't need to defend myself. You couldn't do it if you tried. 
You I'm, couldn't do it if you tried. And I hang on to that. And I'm so grateful to him for that. And I just, I meditate and hang on those very words and that scripture and that promise that he gives. And I'm like, thank you, God. And he provides that for each and every one of us. And those who love him, those who seek him, he is that for all of us. Yes. And he wants to be that for us. Candace, mm-hmm. I want to tell you, I love you from the bottom of my heart. I mean, I just think you are called for such a time as this, my friend. And the way you live your life out through your businesses, through your acting, through your mamahood, through everything that you put your hand on is authentic and real. And I want to thank you as a, as a sister in Christ and tell you that I stand with you. I stand for you. And um, I think you're just getting started, boo. <laughs> thank you, Kim. I love you so much. Will thank you, come you for back? asking me to be on your podcast. Girl, I was like, because Zach was like, ask Candace, ask Candace. I'm like, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to push her. Because I know you get 5 million different things, girl, coming at you every day. But I, I tell but, you. Well, I appreciate that. But you know, I'm just like, I just love you. So I, mm, I'm grateful I that you, you did ask, ask me and... I'm rooting you on always. Well, I'm a fan first because I, that's how I found you. But honestly, you, I, you're my friend and I just, and my sister in Christ. So yes, let's lock arms and encourage yes. these women together. Hey, Absolutely. we should do a collab. We should do a beauty collab. We should. And give all the proceeds away to women and children and school supplies and all. We really should. Just we should that. do that. We should do that. Because I just, I want to see women rise. I think. Yep. I think the man's the head of the household. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the woman's the neck, the (laughs) tailbone, the neck bone, the booty bone, every kind of, I think we turn that head. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Love you, Zach. But when women get really empowered, you know, with the Holy Spirit, with the Lord, and then with their purpose, back up, baby. Yep. (laughs) All right. I love you, girl. Thank you. I love you, too. Thank you. Come be back. Make sure you uh, check out Candace on QVC, uh, Candace Cameron Ray. All you got to do is just type her name in. It pops up. Uh, Instagram, she's got this new um, amazing venture with uh, Great American Family. Check her out on her website, social media. You know where to find her. Oh, she's great. Yeah, she's awesome. I just can't believe how busy she is. How do some people, Kim, because you're one of these people for me, how do some people just do so many things all at once? Like, how do you juggle it all? I do think, I do think she's wholesome. She's pure. She has, um, she has her head on straight. And I think she's, I think it's just the blessing. I think she just has God's favor. I really do. And honestly, she's the real deal. And she's fun. Like she yeah. doesn't take herself too seriously. She's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, but honestly, she's in the in, in on the front lines when it comes to. I mean, it's hard to be a woman of faith in Hollywood and really stand firm and and stay true to who you are. And she has done it for decades. Well, and she's and been I, in the game since she was ten. Right. She's amazing. She's absolutely gorgeous, y'all. I'm telling you, her skin. Y'all go get that Lancer stuff because if it looked like that, I'm about to hold. Just get a vat of it and just stick my whole body. Yeah, what is that? I don't know what that is. It's Doctor Lancer skincare, and she brought that to QVC, and it it is. I love it. I use it. I could use it. (laughs) I could probably use it. I have. I still have some like back acne, Kim. I'll tell you right now. Do you? Yeah, I love to pop pimples. I know you could. I but did we have this conversation before? 
we've talked about popping pimples. Okay. Never, not in the context of my no, pimples, which just, is upsetting. Let's just me. cut. Let's just cut all this part out. But <laughs> yeah, it would it would help with back acne. But you need one of them back brushes. Yeah, that's probably true. Kim, what do we call this episode? All right, hold on. I have I have something quippy. Hold on. You got uh, this. I believe in you. I'm just gonna stare at you silently until you think of something. I'm gonna insert Jeopardy music here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do, hold on. It's coming to me. It's coming to me. Do, 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 do. If I sing it, I think it's legal. Faith, Hallmark, and gas. Oh my God. <laughs> Hallmark and farts. <laughs> I loved her. I knew she was going in for the gas. I knew she was gonna say gas because I can relate. You get yeah. a certain age and it just comes out when it wants to. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. I. <laughs> The worst thing about having a podcast, honestly, and this I'm speaking for myself now, is like every so often I'll just burp and I, I just won't burp even while I notice. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll be editing and I'm like, well, that's upsetting. <laughs> that's really upsetting. <laughs> that's, that, that is. No, I think we should call it um, getting candid with Candace. Oh, I like that. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm here all night. I'm here all night. I mean, that's why they pay you the big bucks, Kim. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> yes. Getting candid with Ken. Ken Fish. This is how you know I'm like still getting over my cold. Or you I'm can always do Faith, Hallmark, and, and Farts. It's up to you. <laughs> Those are your choices. All right. I love y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Look, listen, be, be encouraged. Um, stand strong in your faith. Um, I love what she said. God was her defender. Um, but also, and she was just said, look, I, I planned it out and I worked the plan and things just happened. So just never give up and always know that you can tune in here to live out loud, laugh out loud and love out loud with us. Till next week. Bye. So many people help make this show possible. LOL is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio, and our associate producer is Kathleen Grant at Brunette Exec. Production help from Emily Breeden, and our cover art is designed by Sarah Noto. And Tacopella performs our theme music. Head to lolkim.com to sign up for our mailing list, and thank you, everybody, for listening. We love you. Love y'all.